Hello, and welcome back to A Pinch of Honesty. Should we call it the uh, long-awaited COVID return? Because <laughs> I kind of feel like that's what it is. Um, June, let's just let's just say, you know, this, uh, this whole COVID situation is uh, pretty crazy. So um, our nephew graduated at the end of May, and uh, graduation was like a super spreader event, right? So um, my daughter and I caught COVID, and um, I actually thought, you know, during the height of my kind of COVID delirium about actually recording a podcast, um, mostly because I sounded so incredibly husky. <laughs> my husband was like, you sound like you've been smoking two packs of cigarettes a day. Um, but, you know, starting on June 1st, right? Until um, almost the end of June, it was kind of out of commission, you know? And, um, you know, besides being congested, then, you know, my daughter caught bronchitis from the whole thing, right? I had a sinus infection, you know, just, it just lingered. It was actually like these lingering effects that just, it really brought me down. And so um, for those of you that remember, right in the month of June, I try to run my age um, across the month of June. June 1st, um, she had tested positive. I was actually feeling not bad. Um, you know, of course was negative. So I went for a run, you know, I ran five miles. I was like, I am on top of this. And then boosh, right? Like the whole rest of the month um, kind of eaten up. We did go to Golden, Colorado for my birthday, which was amazing. Um, but what's insane is that, you know, I was out for two weeks with COVID, right? And then we'd had this whole birthday trip plan. And so we took my birthday trip. Um, and so, you know, work just piled, right? Like it actually, it piled in, in not even like a linear way, right? Like exponential, like it just kind of got crazy, Um and, and by the way, so if you hear, there's a cat who really wants to be on the podcast today. She's actually the cat who's never on the podcast. So, um, Kona, you're making your, your debut today. Um, and you can hear, actually, I'm still like a little bit kind of like funky, right? So I've got some delicious hot tea here. Mm. Today is a, um, a Earl Grey vanilla, which is really delicious. Um, Anyway, so, you know, basically just a dumpster fire <laughs> of a month. Um, and then we as a family had travel. So um, we went to Washington, D.C. And my husband and I had work and uh, we took Zoe. And um, my sister came into town and took care of Zoe for a while. Just whirlwind, right? And um, so now we're home. And again, next week, right, it's going to be uh, more work travel. So um, I guess no no rest for the wicked. So I could, of course, go into Roe v. Wade, and I probably will save a podcast for Roe v. Wade um, because I am angry. And I actually spend a lot of my time trying to deal with how angry I am. Um, and so that is, of course, for, for another day. Um but actually what I wanted to talk about on this podcast um, is racism and ways that racism appear that I think as a human, you need to, to check yourself basically and notice when this happens, right? So 
we live in a very small town and um, there isn't a lot of diversity. And when we were in DC, right, of course, um, it is, it's got a heavily populated, right, African-American um, population, right? So I actually, what's interesting is if you get in taxis, they're almost all like Ethiopian taxi drivers, right? Like just a huge influx of folks from Africa in DC. Um, the first trip that we took our daughter on outside of the state, actually, I think we did take her to DC. And um, it's one of those stories where um, she, we were on a metro and she saw a little girl who was an African American girl who had beads through her hair. And, you know, she was like, she is so beautiful, you know? And it was like every little girl she saw, she wanted to go up to them. She wanted to touch their hair. She wanted to talk to them about how gorgeous they were. Um, and it really impacted her with the kind of the difference that she hadn't seen before, which of course was one of those kind of lightning things as a parent, right? Like I need to get my kid out more. Um, I don't want her growing up in a world where this is, um, an oddity to her, right? Like I want her to see folks and understand that, you know, America is diverse and the world is diverse, right? Um, hence starting kind of our, our beginnings of international travel with our daughter. Um, and I would say that for myself, you know, I definitely do not consider myself a racist in any shape or form, right? I am, I, I work to be as inclusive as possible, right? Um, when we were in DC and we went out to dinner one night, there was a person who um, was clearly male. However, they had long hair and nails. And I actually, I had kind of a hard time because I was like, you know, I, I don't want to refer to you as a he or a she, because I just don't know. And I want to be, um, I want to be correct for you. Right. So I just referred to them as a, they, I don't know if that was correct. Right. Um, but I definitely don't want anybody ever to feel uncomfortable. Right. Like I want them to realize that it is, it is, you know, whatever, whatever they're choosing is fine by me. Right. Um, and who am I to judge anybody? Right. Our daughter uh, actually mentioned to this person about their nails and was like, your nails are beautiful. Um, and the person was, was very, um, it was just so sweet. I mean, they're just, just a very sweet person. Anyway, so let's get to the, the, the deep seated root of my podcast, which is um, where do we harbor um, racism and then not even notice that you're really racist. So um, we live somewhere with very little crime, with very little diversity. And um, my daughter and I, um, I had picked her up um, from being with my sister. And um, we got off the metro. And it I'm trying to think. It wasn't like it was really late. It wasn't also, it wasn't middle of the day, right? It was kind of, um, I would say maybe early afternoon. And we get off the metro and I see standing kind of on the platform where we need to walk are two young um, black men. And, you know, um, they have tattoos and they have pants that are sagging down. And, you know, one of them has his hair covered. And 
I instantly wanted to grab my daughter's hand and walk to the opposite side of the platform. Okay. And I'm, I'm ashamed to say this, right? Like I am, I'm literally ashamed to say this, but that, that is the, that was my gut instinct. Right. And I caught myself (laughs) and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. Like in, in, in the, the, the flash of my mind, I was like, that is racist fucking behavior, Christina. You don't, you don't know these kids, right? They are young black men. They don't deserve that from you. Right. Um, you know, in that, in that flash of, first of all, mortification that that was my gut reaction. I also, um, didn't, didn't want to make eye contact. Right. And, and I'm an eye contact kind of person, right? Like walking around, like I'm, I'm an eye contact kind of person. Um, and so I checked myself instantly. Right. And, uh, and my daughter and I walked between these guys. So they, they were kind of standing a little bit apart. So we were going to have to walk between them. Right. Um, and so, you know, my daughter and I walked between them and I made eye contact and I said, you know, hi. And, um, <laughs> the young man was like, good morning, you know, good afternoon. Like he, he had this, this, you know, um, perfectly sweet voice, kind eyes, <laughs> you know, there was nothing aggressive about him. I, I, you know, I wasn't in a threatening situation, um, and so it just, it really reinforced to me that, that we, even if you think you are not racist, even if you think you are the most accepting person on earth, that you can get yourself into these situations and that can be your instant response. Now, I will say this, um, I was in, where was I? It was, it was Charlotte. And I was walking back to the hotel with a girlfriend after having dinner and it was late at night. And there were people that were out in an alley that were like making a lot of noise and breaking bottles. And, you know, I never saw them. Right. So I don't know what, you know, race or creed they were. However, that gave me a lot of uh, uncomfortable feelings as a woman. Right. And so I did beat feet back to the hotel. Right. Um, And so I think, you know, my gut tells me when I'm in a dangerous situation, right? Um, and in this situation, there was nothing dangerous about it, right? It was, you know, early afternoon. Um, and so racism came out of me, right? Just sheer, blatant racism. And um, I'm ashamed, right? I was, I was really ashamed. We, I took, I took my daughter then um, during one of the breaks to the Smithsonian and we actually went to the African American and slavery portion of the of the Smithsonian. And we had a lot of conversations because she had asked actually, why are there um, so many more you know African Americans in DC than she sees at home? Um, and so we talked a lot about slavery, right? And um, the whole thing still is really befuddling to her, right? Like she has a very hard time wrapping her brain around how humans can treat other humans that way. Um, which of course would bring me to, you know, um, controlling other people and Roe v. Wade and how angry I am. <laughs> we're not going to go there. We're, we're not going to go there on this podcast. Cause this is just me, you know, coming back to say I am alive. Um, COVID did take its toll on us. Um, it, it is a manic summer, right? We have a lot going on this summer. Um, 
but I'm here. So that loud noise, right? I'm, I'm shuffling some cards for us. <sighs> I, uh, I've realized that, you know, in general, um, I bite off more than I can chew. There's things I want to do every single day. I can't do them every single day. And so I need to be happy with doing what I can do and with, um, making progress where I can make progress and not, and not beating myself up about the things that I can't control. Um, and I also think that, uh, recognizing when you catch yourself in that type of situation with racism, um, is, is really the key for us to unprogram ourselves. Right. Um, my daughter doesn't know to be frightened or to not be frightened, right. In those situations. Um, I really hope she never has to learn that. Right. Um, that, that she can just see people for who they are and accept them for who they are. Um, anyway, so today we have the nightmare before Christmas. Um, and I don't know why this one's been actually calling to me quite a bit lately, um, during my, my meditation practice, but today we got the sun in the upright configuration. And it says, if you've been sad or troubled lately, the sun is a sign. You're about to feel very positive shift in your life. Use this rejuvenating energy to reconnect with good friends and enjoy yourself. There's so much enthusiasm in this tarot card. It signifies a powerful time for inspired brainstorming. So there you go. Um, brainstorming. If you've been feeling sad or troubled, right? Look up at the sun and feel its warmth on you. And um, thanks for tuning in pod. Um, I've missed you. I've missed, I've missed recording. I've got like this long list of stuff where I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to talk to them about this and this and this. And um, you know, but uh, having zero energy and COVID brain uh, really takes its toll on you. So I will see you soon. So catch you on the flip side.